We dedicate this season to friend of the pod, Christian Salisbury, a life and talent taken from the herd way too early. He will be remembered for his speed and agility, but most of all, his smile and infectious enthusiasm. If you're able, go to the link in the description and donate to the Christian Salisbury Memorial Fund and help more kids like Christian find their way to professional football. Carry that rock in peace, my friend. You will be missed. Time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we are a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and thank you for joining us live on YouTube or for downloading the podcast. And if you've done either of those things, if you could do us the favor of either hitting like or share or put a comment or review, any of those things, uh, they all help grow the pod. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, we have a very fun show tonight with a returning guest. Uh, I mean, you can see his name right there. So, um, But make sure that you throw some questions in the chat uh, as we will get to those. Uh, and we have uh, another wonderful game to talk about and one to set up and uh we are going to uh, take some questions in the middle there about everything that is going on uh first let's bring in the gang there they are there's one super fan mike there back off the ir i was gonna say thank goodness you're back yeah just the one game just the one 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 show yep the one show list yeah exactly um commissioner found a way to uh you know say lovely a hundred times while you were gone so that was exciting you guys did great it was awesome to watch it yeah. later. <laughs> i'd ask kayla how she is but i i feel like she's just gonna say lovely <laughs> all right kayla oh oh i'm on i don't know you usually do oh like yeah they're intro. all there no they're oh, all there okay. Wait, i put, us all, Fair enough. Yeah. Fair I put enough. us all together now just for fun yeah so well um, I, I mean i'm super duper oh <laughs> you know there we go no because my I went to my best friend's um, parents' place this weekend, and they gave me a bunch of fresh veggies, like right from the garden, right from the Ooh. soil. And there was a rhubarb bush there as big as my room, but it was no cosmic rhubarb, but rhubarb nonetheless. <laughs> but it was so massive; it was it, I was in heaven, garden heaven. Wow! Oh, so I just I... had to. The running joke in our house is that I don't understand why people would eat a weed. Because it's, it's good. It's delicious. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, glad that you guys enjoy that. That's wonderful. Um, Mike, how was your weekend being that we haven't chatted with you in a couple of weeks? It's been a while. Uh, I mean, it was good. I had a, a friend come in from Victoria that uh, I haven't seen in a while. He and I have known each other since we were both teenagers. So Ooh. now we just act like teenagers. Um, Correct. And then he has a teenager and I'm not far <laughs> behind. So... Uh, yeah, it's um, it, it certainly reminds you just how old you are when it's like, you know, it's time to go to bed. It's like 830. So, um, wow. What time is that I, game on Thursday? And oh I don't my mean God. I don't mean am. So that's yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's but fair. yeah, it's been good. Excellent. Excellent. Well, uh, let's bring in our guest because yes. we have lots yes. to talk about this evening. Uh, so joining us a third time on Ooh, podcast, uh, first time on the video pod, I believe, mm. though. Uh, welcome back to the show, Eddie Steele. How are yeah. you, man? I'm doing awesome. It's awesome to be with you guys. Speaking of the rhubarb, I got to say, Kayla, I had uh, probably, I hate to admit it, three quarters of a strawberry rhubarb pie to myself this weekend. Boy. So I'm a big, oh. big fan. Yes. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. <laughs> no, that's, that sounds like you've, mm. uh, you've done well for yourself for this weekend. Yep. Uh, <laughs> now, how, how have you been, man? It's been a while since we've had you on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I've been great. You know, residing in Edmonton and, uh, just working in life outside of ball now involved in sales and 
Yeah, it's been it's been fantastic uh, being on this side of the fence. You know, the body still feels everything that I did, every car crash that I was in. <laughs> but I, I I love it to be honest. Um, that's in so much peace in my life, and uh, it's tough slugging being an alum, watching the the boys out there fight it out. But I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic, guys. I'm love optimistic. It. We gotta. We got to put this to an end because, uh, as we all know, we've been just talking about this to death. And mm-hmm. it's time for some positivity. The organization is doing so many good things. Agreed. But they're not winning. Yeah. They're not winning. And that's that's what needs to happen. They need to win some games. Agreed. Well, piece of the puzzle for sure. Yeah, that's all we need. Yeah. Yep. Get, get one of those wins, will you? Yeah, yeah or, or, or 10 of them. That's gonna it should be the only piece of the puzzle, in all yeah. honesty. Yeah, it's true. Uh, So, I mean, we saw you down at training camp uh, when we first started. So going into the season, what did you think uh, of the team? I was really optimistic. I mean, they had a ton of talent, ton of good off-season moves. Uh, We talk about the receiving core, and I really thought the offense was going to come out with uh, guns a-blazing. You know, I thought they were going to come out and have an amazing aerial attack. Lo and behold, um, you know, we're witnessing – an offense that's in purgatory like it's it's crazy right now what they're doing you know like we haven't even seen an offense this is historically bad and chris jones is used to historically good defenses but his offense right now it's i've used this word so many times lately it's just disgusting it really is you hold your breath for your quarterback to make a a completion right you know not even a, a hail mary you're holding your breath for your quarterback to make a completion. And it's like, that's that's not how it should be. How do you, how do you think the players play on defense? Though? I mean, you played on the defensive line. When you've had a game where your offense doesn't play up to par, how do you feel as a defensive player? Well, when you're playing good defense, you're in it. Right. Much like the Saskatchewan game, you love a game like that when you're playing defense because you know, A, you're doing your job and you're actually – Usually a defense shouldn't carry a team, right? A defense should be good, but an offense should lead the charge and should put up the points, etc. A defense that's holding the other team to under 15 points, you know, leading the way, two and outs all game, you're feeling good. So you like that type of game because you know as a defender, you're putting your foot on the other team's throat (laughs) just as much (laughs) as they're doing it to your offense. So uh, you really thrive in that type of position. Going back to this last game, what's really disappointing is the defense played so well all game. But the time when it mattered the most at the end of the game, last drive, that's when you let up and that's when you let them go the distance of the field, an 80-plus yard drive. That hurts, and you you can't do that. If you want to start to be considered a good defense, you can't do that. You need to force them into a 2-0. You need to get that turnover. And that's tough to see, but – as a defender, you know, you love these types of games when, you know, you can carry the offense. And it's rare to see in the CFL, but thus far, that's kind of how the Elk season's been. Well, it's so sad when you have the 57 minutes of, you know, pretty good defense wiped out by that last three minutes. Like, it's got to be super disheartening to see that entire game come down to those last basically three minutes. But, I mean, you've you've played under Jones, so you have a different perspective, obviously. But do you see this system kind of coming together as it is? Like, are there pieces of the puzzle that you see starting to fit to actually make this team cohesive? I really, I do. And I've been very, very positive about Jones. You know, I've been hard on hmm. McAdoo, the offensive coordinator and whatnot. But I've been a big Jones fan. You know, with good reason. I'll, I'll keep it honest. He He's looked out for me in tough times. Like the minute the uh, Eskimos had cut me back in the past, right before, two days before I was due a signing bonus, Jones was the first guy to call me. And he compensated me the exact same as what the Eskimos were in cut me for. So, like, there's a, there's a certain amount of loyalty there, you know, because he – if you perform for him and you're one of his guys, I'll keep it real. He'll look out for you. He really will. But it's getting to a point where it's, you know, when you're 0-5, I love the man, but it's hard to defend, you know, and it's getting hard for me to stick my neck out there, you know, because at a certain point, this is pro football, and he'll be the first person to tell you because he's a 
the biggest competitor of them all. You know, he really is. And he'll tell you that ain't cutting it. You know, that ain't cutting it. So it, it's just, it's getting to a point where it's, it's challenging to defend, you know, how do you defend 0 and 5? And it, like, that's, hard. that's tough. Yeah. That's, that, that's getting to the point where it's like, what, what more do you say? Honestly, there's nothing to say. Like, we've spoken about the law, the lost streak at home, and we've spoken about just how bad they've been, the whole turmoil with the past regime and the name change. Like, we've beat all of this to death, and yeah. we're all probably pretty <laughs> sick and tired of talking about it. You don't you know say. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> um, now, just to, and and I saw Leanne ask this, but I had this question loaded as well. But are you have have you ever considered coaching at all? Like any part any part of it, uh, or or not? No, never. No, honestly, <laughs> never. <laughs> no, and I have my reasoning. You want to know my reasoning? Yeah, and sure. The hours that coaches put in by the mm. union CFL players four and a half hours you're in the building mm -hmm. so you have practice in your film that's four and a half hours so you're there from 9 to 1 30. coaches are there from 6 to 8 p.m and they're sitting in front of a computer screen watching film hours and hours and hours of film i i couldn't do it i would go crazy i would go crazy. it's a different type of passion different type of love for the game i love playing it uh, I was always a student of the game. I was always a, a smart guy, a captain, someone that like guys look to for the the film and the knowledge. But at, when I was done, I never wanted to go and revisit that like that. <laughs> and the second thing is egos. Man, you're dealing with a whole bunch of guys who are getting paid more than you. So there's a whole lot of ego there. So it's like, yeah, who are you really? What type of ground do you have to stand on when – a guy is making double your salary and you're trying to chew him out and he's just trying to, he's just looking away, not even paying you attention. I got too much pride and I, I couldn't take that. I, I just couldn't take it. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't handle it. Cause I saw it firsthand how guys treated coaches and it, it was disgusting. It really was. I was always respectful of my coaches, etc. Uh, but some guys I saw, it was, just, oof, I couldn't take that if I was a coach. What about younger kids though? Yeah, younger kids. Well, I mean, I was a part of. Uh, we've discussed discussed yeah. this in the past. Uh, Recruit Ready. Uh, I was mm -hmm. a part of that organization. They're out of Winnipeg, um, and they've. It's actually quite amazing how much they've grown and how much they're involved in the seven on seven aspect of football now. But um, you know, I have a young family at home. I have a son who's six with a disability mm -hmm. and a daughter who's three. Uh, he actually played some soccer this year, and of course, I got roped into being the head coach. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm dipping my I'm dipping my toe in the coaching pool, just not football per se. That's awesome. That's funny. I I when my uh, when my oldest was eight, that was the time. Oh well, you you could just be the. Co I know nothing about <laughs> soccer, but okay, sure. Let's uh, let's try and Ted Lasso this, see how it works, and somehow it it did. Well, so, yeah. What I will say about the soccer, and I think the parents really had a good appreciation for it, and they didn't know I played football and stuff until the end, and you know they connected the dots and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But I brought a different type of like. Um, I commanded the respect and I was kind of a drill sergeant, you know, very much like a football practice. And these boys, you know, they're U7 and you know, they've never been hit like with anything like this before, right. you know? So I, I, I brought a different type of um, professionality to their lives. And I, I think the parents really respected that. I really do because you could see the growth in the boys and it was actually pretty remarkable. Even just as we all know with young kids, just the listening, you know, and paying attention when someone's speaking, it was pretty incredible to see. Oh, that's oh. that's so awesome! Yeah. All right. Well, we've uh, we've touched on it a little bit, but let's get into this game recap because uh, my goodness, uh, that was uh, that was a tough one. Um, Elks help another team uh, stop their home losing streak. <laughs> so, I mean, they've done it two weeks in a row. So maybe this week it's their turn, right? To well. 
they would also have faced two guys coming off of the bye week, right? Well, and and they, yeah, two games in a row where we had the short week and they're coming off the bye. I mean, and and you want to know why they died, why the defense died at the end of that game? There's a big reason right there. Um, But they they literally handed the Riders the points to win 12 to 11. Um, Lots of blame to go around in this game. Uh, Elephant on the field, of course, is the uh, single off the kickoff. Um, So my first question for you, Eddie, and and then I just want to get into some of your other thoughts on the game is. So CJ Sims been around since May. He, He. you know, he has seen, I mean, he watched us score four other singles in the game. Um, it, how much of that is on him? How much of that is on the, like the special teams coach not saying, look, go stand on the goal line and don't let it get by you. Or like, wh- where does that land in, in the special teams world? If I'm going to put a number on it, I'm going to say 80% on the player, 20% on the coaching. Okay. Because as a player, like you say, you said he's been around since May. You've been watching game tape. Uh, we, I've been in these meetings as much as you want to snore and fall asleep and text throughout them. I've been in these meetings. And the reality is the coaches go over these situations. I don't care what anybody says. He has heard this before. This is him not knowing this and then nonchalantly going back to get that ball. That's not the first time a coach has said you feel that, but you get that thing out. That's a point. And yeah. then on top of it, game situation. Let's talk about just awareness for a sec, fellas. Yeah. Like awareness. Sorry, I say fellas, but I mean all of us, <laughs> fellas and gal. I'm in. 2020, 2023 being proper. <laughs> well, I don't care. The reality <laughs> is. The reality is, like, let's talk about awareness. Like, are you serious? Like. Come on, man. You got to know you've been in this league for how many weeks now? All I know is when I played football, and I still do it now, I watch the games closely. I pay attention. You know the rules. How are you not watching every other CFL game because these are your brethren that you're competing against and not understand what a rouge is and how it works? It's not just your six or five games that you – the game film. It's every other game. And the beautiful thing about this year is there's a game every night, so there's no double headers for you to fall asleep. So you should know exactly what's going on. So 80% player, 20% coaching. Okay. Uh, now, point. as as Ken said just now, you know, Jones took the bullet after the game, which uh, coaches do. That's what they mm-hmm. – That's that that is their role. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I wasn't sure on that because in my mind I was putting it not – the 80 20 the other way but i was like 50 50 on the special teams coach saying hey while you're running out don't forget (laughs) just go stand on the goal line and don't let it get past you or if it is getting close pick it up and just whatever let get tackled on the one i don't care but just make sure it's not in the end zone so that is uh makes me wonder if any players were like get out get out yeah like run it out yeah but they at that point it's too late guarantee Guarantee, yeah. guarantee they were. Guarantee they were. That's a mistake you make in training camp. You hear, you know, coach will get on you and then you move forward and you understand the rules. And like I say, I've been in these meetings and unless Chris Jones and the staff has seriously digressed in terms of the intel that they're giving you, they you should know this rule. That's fair. Um, did you did all of you get a chance to listen to Dave and Morley's call? Because it oh. was it was exactly heartbreaking, <laughs> but you know what? I, I actually told them both that. I said, you know, I understand that it there was a lot of emotion in that moment, but it felt like I was listening to my buddies and we were all in the same room going, oh. I love the sincerity. The sincerity yeah, in that call. Yeah, 100%. So, um, all right. Did you guys happen to catch the, the calls, uh, the riders call uh, yes. paired up against the Elks call? That was pretty cool stuff. Just to hear the difference from the excitement to the just sheer disappointment. Yeah. Well, the heartbreak, right? Yeah. So, 
Um, all right. Well, now we did say there's a lot of other uh, blame to go around. Um, so, so let's start with the stuff that might, you know, that needs a bit of work. Uh, Eddie, what else did you see in this game that you thought, well, that should be a bit better? Well, we touched about <laughs> the defense. You know, they yep. they played a strong game and let it go when they shouldn't have let it go. Offensively, you know, again, I've been really hard on McAdoo all season. I think with good reason. It's been pretty. Um, I think Vanilla is putting it pleasantly uh but it was good to see a little bit of creativity honestly mm -hmm. he ran it every single first down initially and i thought oh my goodness like what are we doing here like honestly i was sitting at home and i was watching so closely and all i saw was first down handoff first down handoff but to his credit throughout the game and over the course of the game he did get pretty creative in terms of some of the run pass options and yeah. some of the fake handoffs, quick throws across the middle, those types of plays. Um, I think Cornelius, just accuracy in all honesty, like yeah, that's something that we've seen all season. The guy has every single tool that you could imagine. He really does. But his accuracy is just, I said it earlier, you, you shouldn't just be hoping for completions out of your mm -hmm. starting quarterback. You know, there should be some throws that are expectations. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And with him, it's like, man, it's like when he was completing a couple of those first early passes, it's like, oh, yeah, nice. This felt good because <laughs> we're so not used to it. You know, and that's <laughs> just been the reality of this season. I know you're laughing because you know exactly what I, I'm talking about. 100%. You know? I was sitting there going, yep. And, and that should be the norm. You know, just the, the outs, uh, a 20-yard corner. You know, those types of plays should be the norm in the CFL because we're so accustomed to seeing, you know, quality quarterback play. But I think his, just the accuracy is just – or sorry, inaccuracy has just plagued him because he's got so many tools and – Honestly, I want him to be successful. I really do because I like what he brings to the table. But it's just these throws, the missed throws. If he hits that one slant where, um, who was it, just beats Nick Marshall bad. Um, who was that? Oh, Maurice French? Was that the where, one that – Well, he threw it behind him. Yeah, French, he, where he threw it behind him. Yeah. It, French oh, is still well, running right now. Well, French, actually, the, that one was – it was low. It was low. Yeah. And and he was trying to pick it up off of his knees, so maybe I'm that was thinking a second play. Yeah, sorry. But that, that yeah, was a touchdown. Yeah. That, like yeah. that, that was a touchdown. But it that's, was that's the one I'm thinking. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I'm thinking. Touchdown. He's still and, running. Yeah, he's still absolutely. running. He beat Nick yeah. Marshall so clean off the line, but a simple throw. We're talking about a simple throw. Nothing crazy. Not a not a corner route to Jason Tucker. Yeah. Like we're talking about a slant. <laughs> now, yeah. I, okay. So I have a question on that though, because my my feeling and i could be wrong and that's why i'm going to ask for your expert opinion on this is that is taylor is is rushing his passes because he does not know how long it is before he gets plowed and he has no time i think we're i think we can all agree that it is one throw and if you don't it he's getting hit unless yeah. he moves the pocket um and do you think that that plays a role in the accuracy side? Cause he's not really getting a, a time to plant his feet and throw the odd time he is. Don't get me wrong. And it did seem to get better as the game went on, but at the beginning of the game, like he, he didn't have time to be accurate. So does that, do you think that that plays a role in that? Or, or am I overplaying that just because I really want Taylor to succeed? No, that's twofold. The, the, honestly, that's a twofold question because yeah, the O-line has definitely not been up to snuff all season, and he's been having pressure in his face left and right every game. He really has been. Um, their O-line play has been uh, very disappointing, in all honesty. Mm -hmm. You know, very at least pass pro. They're starting to come along in the run game, but pass mm -hmm. pro, it's been, ooh, yeah, it's been tough slugging. It has been. But with that being said, how many other quarterbacks, when you look around, even third, second stringers on other teams like Ottawa and Hamilton who are going through quarterbacks, how many quarterbacks are, like, literally throwing it into the dirt? Like, how many times have you seen Cornelius Fair. throw it into the dirt? Yeah. Yep. You know, like, his accuracy, and I'm talking all season, has been, like, 
So he'll make the throws, some good throws, but he'll make some that are like, what? And these are throws where he's on the run or maybe he has time. You know, not every throw is someone's in his face. There's been, again, the throw we just talked about, French. Yeah, that he one. He had time. Yeah. That he one literally threw it at his knees. You know, and there's been – I remember week one, he threw it behind his receiver, behind his back, and the receiver was like, like, what do I do with this? Yeah. And, you know, there's plenty of throws where he's had time where it's just been wildly inaccurate. So I, I, I don't know what that is. I'm not a quarterback. You know, that was never my thing. I, I, I got I love to lay on them. I like to hit them. I don't know anything about I don't know anything else about the position, but I know enough about pro football that shouldn't you shouldn't be holding your breath just for completions and you shouldn't be going through games in the CFL going fifteen at twenty four or whatever it is for hundred and seventy eight yards. Like that ain't that's not it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right, super fan. What else did you see in this game? Uh, well, it was tough to see uh, uh, Dean Faithful's first miss, yeah. let alone second miss. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we lost by one point, and that's leaving five points off the t- off the board table. Very tough. I agreed. Um, I mean, I felt for him for sure. It seemed like he was building in that confidence, and he made a miss, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's it." I mean, everybody, every kicker in the world has made misses. And some, you know, some short misses too. Even Sean White, who's, you know, had a percentage in the 90% uh, playing for Edmondson, had misses inside the 40. So I don't want to just go all over him, but it seemed like, well, there's faithful missing like you did in the preseason. And that's, and it, yeah. that's, it was a tough time for it to happen. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Commissioner, what else you got? Oh, how much time you got? Well, I, I only a few minutes now. So then that's it. <laughs> Gets yeah. the paper. Here comes the notes. <laughs> Wait, uh, <laughs> Here's the scroll that comes out. <laughs> Are we talking good, bad, or all the rest? Like, well, we'll just start with stuff that needs work, and then we'll get into the good. Because there is some good. There's more good in this there game probably than any yeah. other game we've had. So yeah. I think just like okay, so the good is that the penalties were reduced, but the bad is that the penalties were taken at the most crucial times, and they were big ones that yeah. resulted in lack of points potential touchdown whatever the case may be they were just awful timing and mm-hmm. they're holding again um but i think okay. the- now hang on though that holding on the touchdown that was that not was holding crap. that was not holding rubbish rubbish <laughs> rubbish rubbish <laughs> rubbish <laughs> he didn't he got hit the guard yeah. came and blew up the defensive end Foucault yeah. didn't even do anything but guide him to the ground. Yeah. Right. And they that was okay. that was a garbage that should not have been holding. Granted, the holding on the missed field goal that took the from the TD off the board for the riders should also not have been holding. But the definitely that one that, that should have been a touchdown for and Dallas. Taylor yeah. was across the line when he threw that ball. Yeah. Oh, abs- uh yeah. No, he now, was. Hang on though. That was like 29 and three quarters. <laughs> I, I heard today that they spot <laughs> they they said they spotted the ball wrong. Oh, that yeah. the actual the actual line of scrimmage was the 30. Oh and that's where the pole was, right? But they spotted the ball wrong and then and then Cordy brought it because like centers do, right? They pull it back a little bit before they throw it behind. But upon rewatch, it looked like they lined up on the just above the 29. Right, but it should have been on the 30. Okay. That's wow. what I heard. So that's, that's where very... the stick was, was on the 30. And that's why they said he wasn't. Although I agree the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, well, he is. He threw that way over the line. But okay, I didn't hear that. Doesn't matter the next play no, through the interception and right. damn it. Anyway. Anyway. So, okay. Yeah. No, but... the, fu- the funniest thing, I think I read this and I think it was French, but his tell ruined some of the plays because I'm pretty sure it was Maurice French. Had a no. towel where he would adjust. Who was that? Who adjusted? Oh, no, Dylan, Dylan Mitchell. Dylan Mitchell. Dylan Mitchell would adjust. He pulled his gloves. Yeah, and that's how and Nick Marshall the, knew. Yeah. N- yeah. Okay. That was his Sorry, time. sorry, Maurice. Yeah, I, I don't thought get that, that was. What? Well, well, I don't get if I was a defensive back and I had a tell on one of the players, I would never, never. let anybody know. I agree. I like swear. I would just milk it every single time. So why? Well, his, his bad. Well. Another ego thing, like, oh, I figured it out. Maybe. But yeah, I thought that was kind of funny because I've actually never heard, have heard that before. So 
that was a, a lesson to be learned. Hopefully Dylan Mitchell heard about it. Yeah. Pull up your gloves every play. Buddy. Every play. That's, yeah. That's right. yeah. Every play. Then it won't matter. Yeah. Do a little. Uh, wear sunglasses uh, yeah. yeah right um but yeah i think we've basically talked about everything already so at oh, least like the, the worst things about it okay uh i have one last thing that i want to ask about if anybody has why well, and i know it's a new rule and everything but when the ref oh, ran into oh. jones and threw the flag <laughs> Have you ever seen a ref like I swear to God he had his hand on the flag? He did, as he yeah. Hit him. Uh-huh. And, like if you knew beforehand, then that was an unavoidable hit. Anyway, I I mean we recovered from come on. They they like to throw those kind of tosses though, because even yeah. like Jake Sarism, they like to be in the way. Those are the two new rules, and we've been the only two team only team flagged for both those rules. Funny. Yeah. Eddie, your mic is not working for some reason. I uh, just want to check that because I, I'm i like, I don't have you on mute, so I just want to make sure, but I can't hear you. So something went awry. Testing, oh, testing. No, no luck. I don't know. That's weird. Why did it do that? That is a good question. Okay. It wasn't on me because I made sure that it's not, it's unmuted. Let me go down here and double check. Nope. It's not that. Something with the feed. It's Marcel Marceau. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Just mime all the good parts that were good in the game. Go. <laughs> Two syllables sounds like. <laughs> did we get one of those? I think uh, we did get one. We right? did. Right. We did. Right. We did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Anybody who's listening to the podcast can be like, what the hell is going on? Go back Next, and watch it on watch YouTube. That's go. right. That's how you save that. Grab um, a whiteboard. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if okay, yeah, yeah. Go out and come back and then we'll we'll make sure that it's good. I don't know yeah. if this matters, but I have like a little box in Eddie's corner that nobody else has. I don't know if oh. it is. If you move the mouse over, it, they'll be there. That's weird. Like move the mouse. No, over. it wasn't. It's not all it's right. Like, do you have me now? There yeah. we go. Yes. We got you back. We're all good. Yeah. I, I didn't do anything. I, that's weird. I didn't just, do anything. Yeah. Just kind of fell asleep like right. we did in the game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's what happens. All right. Let's get to some week. good yeah. stuff because there yes. was some good stuff in this mm-hmm. game. Eddie, you go first. What was the good stuff in this game? Uh, defense for sure. For me. 100%. I mean, again, we talked about they led up at the end when they really needed it. But if you're trying to find a positive, defense has been playing pretty well all season. And um, they've been playing inspired, which is good to see. You know, Mm. Uh, there hasn't been a ton to be hopeful about thus far, but they've been playing pretty inspired defense. And, you know, going back to the Toronto game a couple of weeks ago, they were up at halftime and their defense was killing it. I think their defense all year has been probably the bright spot about the team. Uh, yeah, I would I would agree. Uh, people are asking, what did you say when you were talking about Mitchell pulling up his gloves? Because that, that was when it cut out and we noticed we couldn't hear you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just saying that that's awesome intel. Like, how how do you find that out, A? And B, it's kind of cool because, yeah, coaches will, like, look for that type of stuff. Like, little, little small little things, like, uh, more specifically to offensive linemen just – Literally how a guy will walk up to the line of scrimmage, they'll look and by how many steps he takes before he gets in a stance, you'll be able to tell if it's run or pass. So like that whole glove thing, that that's pretty cool. I said you guys got the that deep intel. Yeah, yeah that's that was that was a good one. Like yeah. I said, why would you tell the other team? I don't yeah. that either. Like, don't say that you know what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's bizarre. Um, all right, Kamish, your turn. Goods in the game. Um so Again, just to reiterate what Eddie said, like the defense really did well. The the run defense actually definitely improved in that area. Um, I love watching AC Leonard play. Like what a freaking treat. And I'm very angry that there is a possible injury going into this game because of all the things we need him. So let's pray that is like, it's questionable right now. Let's hope that it's okay by the time the game yes. 
And I have a question. Why was he, re- or why was, uh, was it him or Purifoy returning? Purifoy. Uh, Purifoy. You, yeah. Why? Why? Uh, I, done it in the past. It he's done it in the past. That's yeah. why. Really? He did it in Saskatchewan with Jones. He's done it in BC. He's a different type of returner in the sense that he's not the fastest. He's kind of becoming an old dog now, but he is you guys have never met a football player with that type of mentality where he doesn't care. He's reckless. He runs he runs into it as guys are coming down at him. And sometimes you just want to go north. And he's a guy who's just going to go north on you. I was surprised too that he was returning, but I get it because they're in panic mode and they just you go north for 10 yards, that's a first down on offense. So right. that's literally how the coaches are thinking. I'm surprised they didn't use Shannon Brooks in that kind of capacity coming out of camp because yes. that's the kind of runner he is, right? He just heads mm-hmm. straight into you, loves yeah. contact, runs over you. And, and he looked good, too. He had a couple touches in his look. Yeah. Good. yeah. They need to feed him the rock more, man. Yes. Double threat <laughs> speaking, on the run game. Speaking yes. Mike's language. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's my goods. Yep. All right. Go for your goods there. Super I fan. mean, it's both. I mean, Kayla touched on it as well. Are, it's the best run defense we've seen this year, I think. Uh, and it's some of the best we've seen from our running game, our mm-hmm. running backs especially. But Taylor Cornelius, too. Yeah. He had a great game. When he was moving around that pocket, like, he was the most effective. I mean, again, sometimes he was throwing it into their feet. Um, but he was still, he was getting a lot of first downs. Um, I wasn't crazy about the fact that it was like every first down we were like yelling, first down Brown. Um, because it just seemed like every first down we were running the ball and it was great at the beginning. And then they started, you know, changing their, their style and defense and then stopping him to short yardage. But, uh, again, just as, as a fan of the run that I am, it was great to see both our running and our run defense, this game being so much better. Well, and wasn't it after the third, like going into the fourth that we had over 300 yards of offense, like that's a pretty significant improvement as well given the stats of the previous games that we right. haven't hit 300. Yeah. I mean, over a yeah. hundred yards rushing. Yeah. Right. And under wow, it works. hundred yards rushing for the other team. Yeah. We only had 78. That's I hate great. to be the pessimist and you guys are absolutely right. I hate to be the pessimist, but isn't this the norm in the CFL? We're, we're talking about, Oh, they hit 300. <laughs> like it's good. It is. Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. That's fair. You know, like, yeah. and that's, that's where I, I stand my ground. It's like, it's just not acceptable. Mm. You know, it's not. You know, if you want to win, this is not acceptable. And it, I believe it solely falls on the offense. Yeah, your kicker has to make the field goals, but your offense has to get past the 50-yard line. Yeah. Well, when your defense, although they, they did get past the 50, because they had 15 minutes more time of possession. Yeah but couldn't cash in. And when your defense holds the other team, even at the end of the game to 12 points, you should still win the game. Like that's, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. or 17 points, you should win the game or 22 points. Like these are the things that should happen. Right. So um, my only good is, uh, you know, Jake Julian for Rouges. I mean, it's like John Ryan has come back. It's amazing. That's right. So awesome. Well done, Jake Julian. We need points somehow. And you got him. <laughs> boy, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Jake Julian, the punter. Um, all right. Did uh, Mike, did you happen to see any questions that we had in there that we uh, need to cover before we get into the uh, lineup changes? Let's scroll back. There is a lot of chatter, which we'd oh, love to see. Of course. Um, of course, Super Mom were mentioning she is coming to the game on August 10th. Uh, it's Wonderful. the Bomber game. So maybe she'll be bringing the luck if she's yeah. on its foot. We're not going to leave, so that's, that's good. That's right. I hope you have that glass case ready. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got a we got a spare room, and uh, it's Perfect. very comfortable, so it should be good. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Uh, Leanne did mention that uh, rhubarb is like dessert celery. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> um, what else we got in here? Uh, Ken says this would be the first time that Faithful played a part in the loss, and not the only one. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it's his first misses of the season. Yes. Uh, he missed in the preseason, but in the regular season, this is the first ones. It's just unfortunate that came at that time. Yeah. Um, uh, Coach Vic does say coaching young kids isn't so bad. Wink, wink. <laughs> I think he's trying to get your help, Eddie. You just, yeah. You know. yeah. yeah. 13 to 14 year old bantams. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. I said, I'm in the U50 league. Make, the, um, make the trip on down to Red Deer, Sylvan. There, there you go. Sylvan, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, Ken says he's coached football from age seven to 16 and the age he enjoyed most was 13 to 15. So, Oh, cool. Excellent. That's a lot of fun for sure. Uh, what else have we got in here? Uh, Ken's wondering, I wonder what the Ryder player said to, to CJ that caused the flag at the end. I thought, yeah. it, I thought we got flagged there. He did, we but did. he said something to CJ and CJ reacted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was there no penalty when CJ grabbed the ball and they ran him over for no reason? Like yeah. that was anyway, whatever. Uh, yeah. Cause there's like three or four players surrounded him. Yeah. It's very, yeah. yeah. He pro- probably said, shouldn't the have done mass. that. Dummy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, yeah. he just, he said something rated R guaranteed. That's yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just, you know, foo on you. <laughs> no, no. You don't think yeah. it was that? Oh, okay. Speaking that's my Canadian. language. It's the Canadian football league. Come on, that's I'm very the, polite. That's the that's the new shirt. <laughs> Foo on you. Yeah. Oh my. All right. Well, we'll get to more questions later yeah. on. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, some roster changes. Uh, they did release defensive lineman Daniel Ross, uh, mm-hmm. and then traded to get Sam Achimpong from the Argos for a fifth round pick in 2024, and the rights to wide receiver receiver uh xavier gibson i believe yeah. is how you say his name and um i was quite happy seeing achimpong come in another you know canadian you know d lineman right up the middle geez we we like those guys right we like those canadian linemen that's, right. that's for that's sure great. yeah that's great so uh he looks <laughs> he looked ready to go at practice already so that's good um Injuries, like you said, Kayla, we're not sure on AC Leonard with a possible hamstring, uh, but it was cool at practice this week to see both AG and Marlashawn Franklin back on the field um, as they can practice this week, and then they should be able to play in next week's game. So AG is pretty fired up about that as well, and I think he will bring that veteran leadership to that secondary, which will be helpful. So yeah. That's huge. Probably to the whole defense. Eddie, you'd probably know more than about that than we would. <laughs> you played with them. <laughs> I, I think he'll bring more of a, a calming presence too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. just to settle things down when you have those erratic moments throughout the game. And the, unfortunately, those erratic moments have been the demise of the Elks. You know, right. the good teams can get over one or two bad plays or a bad quarter. But thus far, the Elks haven't been able to overcome that type of adversity. And I think AG having that steady presence, just a calm, cool dude that he is, I think that'll be a big, big help. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, All right. We're going to switch up our horde and tell a little bit this evening because tonight it's coming from one commissioner, Kayla. So let me switch over to you. Tell us what you have found today. Well, this is not for me, but it was requested to purchase on my road trip again with the um, little CFL uh, tradition. That Ooh, is gorgeous. Fancy. So Love that it. is for our Chad Nubian. Ah, so you'll yes. be getting that. And then I have another thing that I've been not wanting to show, but since Mike didn't have anything, I will show it. <laughs> so at my uh, cousin's now wife's bachelor bachelorette party, we did a paint session and we were right. supposed to do owls. Mine didn't turn out so much like an owl as a little puppy, okay. but I did it in honor of uh, our Christian Salisbury. Oh, nice. <laughs> Fantastic. It looks like he's bursting awesome. out of his jersey, but uh, it's it, all it, puppy. It, it was time. It's time. Puppy. Oh my! <laughs> so I gotta find a place to hang this because awesome. he is pretty freaking cute. He is cute. That's awesome. Yeah. It is dedicated to our Christian Salisbury, so as it should be, as it yes. should be. Yes uh wonderful thank you for jumping in kayla i appreciate that um all right let's set up the game for this week this week seven o'clock thursday night at commonwealth elks versus hamilton we are trying to avoid the avoid the pro sports avoid it too words is hard Uh, what no what what do i do on this show (laughs) nothing this is I'm supposed to talk? What? Oh, uh, avoid the pro sports record for consecutive losses at home. Thanks, Kayla. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not even football. All professional sports co- in North America. Well, don't don't we have the all sports record for the number of years going to the playoffs? 
Uh, well, I mean, we've only I missed that's what it is. 14 times. Hey. Right? Yeah, consecutive for uh, consecutive, right? Getting, yeah, 30 yeah. We've been spoiled so, for a very yeah. long time. Right. But we still not just football either. Edmonton has been spoiled. Yeah, yeah that's that's fair. Um, all right. Now, Thursday night, uh, we've got Hamilton coming off a short week. We are coming off a full week, which we haven't had in a little while. Well, that's kind of nice. Um, but more importantly, super fan, what is on the tailgate menu? Ah, tailgate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I did. Uh, my sister does live in the Hamilton area. So I reached out to her in the off season and I said, so what's something that people sort of in Hamilton love to eat and sort of take pride in? And they said, everyone loves their chicken wings there. Uh, awesome. They said that that's the kind of thing that everyone really sort of is like, oh, the best chicken wings are in Hamilton. Uh, who am I to argue? So we're doing uh, some buffalo chicken dip. Yay. So that's going to be, uh, uh, you know, shredded chicken, uh, hot sauce, uh, ranch dressing, cream cheese, dipped in crackers and veggies and it's delicious sure is i'm so excited yeah uh eddie it's uh stall 11 and 12 if you need to know and uh <laughs> be available there for you so that's good um all right what do we need to watch in this game what do the elks need to do to pull off this w at home eddie let's start with you they need to score more than 20 points, and I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to keep okay. it uninteresting and say they need to score more than 20. That would be pretty interesting to me if they did. <laughs> I'll be great if they score 20, and not in garbage. I, that's where we're at. I, I that like That's where we're at. I could talk yeah. and give you a bunch of lip service, but they need to score more than 20 points. What are they? Do we know what they're averaging thus far? Less than I can probably work 15? it out pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, not a lot of points. There's only you one know, that we... in the CFL game where it's an offensive-driven league. Mm, that ain't cutting it. Yeah, no. that's very true. Very true. Uh, all right, super fan. What are you watching in this game, or what do they need to do? I think they need to build off the good things they did in the last game. I think Taylor again moving out of that pocket really um, made the other defenses have to respect that he was going to move and that opened up for the run game as well as opening up for some of those receivers. He just needs to work on the accuracy. So if he can move out of the pocket and run and get to that 65, 70% passing even, which isn't outrageous for the CFL at all, yeah, um, no. then I think we've got a real chance to get those 20 plus points on offense. That's fair. Kayla? Yep, 100% agree, and I would just keep consistent in building that discipline, keeping those penalties under, if at all, um, balancing that offensive with the run and the pass game, and keep at that creative work. I think, you know, we've been hard on McAdoo, we've talked about this, but I think this game definitely was an improvement in the offensive play calls, so we just need to consider that more than anything also de develop that consistency and cohesiveness in the run and the pass game and keep Cornelius protected. So he doesn't have to throw those terrible balls that he does. Accuracy aside, I think he, he did look better personally, in my opinion, in that last game, but we need that time. And that O-line definitely needs to give him that. And I, I think they improved as well, slightly in the last game, but um. Yeah, it's just like you you said, Mike, building on those positives. And I would say not even 20 points. We just have to score more points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One, one more. Amen. Just one Amen. by one. Yeah. I don't Amen. care. Amen. Can be by one. One does Amen. the trick. Don't care. Hey, give me our ruse to nothing. <laughs> yes. Super Canadian. And I'm bringing that whiskey to the game yes. because I feel it. Okay. All right. That's good. I, I appreciate that. Um, as much as we talk about the offense, uh, the defense has got to get some pressure on Schiltz. They've got to get in there if you can, cause, cause he can move too. Right. So um, the defense has a challenge in front of them too. They can't just uh, back off from what they did last <laughs> week. They need to stop the run this week too. Um, mm -hmm. And if they can keep that down, I think that'll, be significantly helpful for them so um and 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 tim tim white uh so make sure you got a guy covering him yeah. um yeah so that's going to be a big big step i have a question 
I just forgot my no. I have a question. Okay. Sorry, I, I just forgot it and then I remembered. Was there much pressure? Like, did we blitz at all? Like, I just rewatched the game, but I don't remember being a lot of pressure on Trevor Harris apart from like Jake Sarezna and that front line. But did we do a lot of blitz plays? I don't know that we did a ton of blitz, but we got pressure with four four guys. And AC Leonard got three sacks. So, I mean, yeah. they were. I mean, that's, of course, fumble. So, that's not really hard yeah. with Trevor in the backfield. I love yeah. Trevor. <laughs> but <laughs> that laugh from Eddie is the, says Keep it, it all. Real. <laughs> Keep it real. Honestly, remembering back to the game, they didn't bring a lot of pressure. They had a lot of pressure just with their D line. The one time they did bring pressure was late in the game when Trevor missed the touchdown throw. The Riders should have had a touchdown, but they brought pressure and Trevor made a bad read. And that was one of the big times I do remember them bringing pressure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they, they were, like I said, I think they were getting the pressure with four man. So they didn't really have to be adding the extra guys in. So I don't know that they threw it a whole lot, but again, get some pressure, get some pressure on Schultz. They, they also have injured linemen. So get in there and uh, cause some, cause some ruckus in the backfield. Um, all right, now, Eddie, we we uh, we don't bet against the Elks here, so uh, which you know we'd be much more successful sometimes if we did, but we're, we 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 don't. So, uh, but we do a prop bet. So um, we'll let you think about it a little bit on what prop bet you would want us to set for tonight, and I'll set a line and we'll go around. But before we get to that, let's talk about the other games uh, in our wonderful pickums. Um, I think I went three and one this. No, I went. Two, no, I went three and one this last weekend. So the only one I got wrong was Hamilton. Boo. Oh. All of our thoughts with Holy Mazzoli. That's not fair. He should have <gasps> should have played the whole game. They should have won that game. It's not fair. It ought oh, to not fair. was not good to me. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. We'll talk about fantasy in a second. All right. Let's do pickups. First uh, game after ours is Toronto is visiting Montreal uh, to take on the Alouettes. Uh, Eddie, who do you got in that game? Uh, Toronto is going to go in there and win handily, I believe. Uh, Montreal, Fajardo, eh, I'm still – the book is out on him. <laughs> I don't know. I, he had a ton of sacks last year in Saskatchewan, and everybody was pointing fingers at the Riders' O-line, but he's going out to set a historic number of sacks taken this season too. So I'm thinking – at a certain point, is it the O-line that's in front of you or is it the player? So that's kind of where I leave that with Montreal. So I'm going with Toronto. Fair. Commissioner. Yeah, I'm keeping it simple, Toronto. All right. Super fan. Uh, well, Toronto's the only undefeated team in the CFL right now. Until somebody beats them, I think they're the team to beat. So I got to go with the champs. Well, I got to tell you, this is a trap game, but I'm still picking Toronto. It's yeah. fine. I just, I would... <laughs> No, come on. I'm not picking Montreal on that. Come on. Um, we love you, Tim and Kif- Cliffy, but we uh, do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, not, oh, not yeah, right come now. On. Yeah. All right. Next is Winnipeg visiting the capital city of Ottawa. Commissioner, who do you have in that game? Again, keeping it simple Winnipeg with the quarterback carousel that they got going on. Who knows what's going to happen, right? And I, I feel for them and prayers for Mazzoli because that was sickening. It really was absolutely devastating. Like I'm a tear up. Ooh, let's move aside. Yeah, that's yeah. It was very bad. Yeah, I agree. Uh, super fan. Yeah, I, I mean, watching that. Anytime you get a non-contact injury, uh, immediately you think of Achilles, and that's tough to come back from for anyone. But a 34-year-old quarterback, that's going to be especially tough. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be him, though. So we're all kind of hoping to see him suit up, uh, you know, next year and just taking it. So. Um, yeah, they're they're working on their third or fourth string quarterback at this point. Yeah. Winnipeg is still rolling. They're still the Western champs. Again, got to go with the champs. Yeah, uh, I would agree with you, Eddie. Yeah, probably Winnipeg. I mean, <laughs> probably, right? There's <laughs> 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 always a chance. No, I'm, I'm calling this Tyrone Pigmy, the quarterback that they released. Yep. There was so much hype about him in Winnipeg. Yeah. Tons of hype, and he looked good in the preseason. Ottawa just picked him up. I hope this kid gets a shot, and I hope he can play some good ball. 
for yeah, sure. That Good is, game. That's, that's all true. we ask for. Yep. Very, very true. Um, all right. And the last game that we're actually going to pick is one that might actually, we might have uh, maybe some people disagree on. Uh, Calgary is traveling to the rectangle to play the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Super fan, who do you got? Uh, I'm hoping they both lose. Um, yes. Because that's really the only possible outcome <laughs> that would work for me. Um, I almost want to go with a tie just because... <laughs> Do you it. Know, Are you going to call know, the tie? Uh, I would love to. I think it'd be hilarious to see a, <laughs> a called tie that made it. Um, I'm going to go with Calgary in this one. Again, we have the good Trevor, bad Trevor, good Trevor, bad Trevor. I think he was a much better played, uh, even with the only the getting the 12 points. Uh, I thought he he certainly marched down the field between the 20s, which is his sort of thing. Uh, and Calgary's going to, I mean, they've got too many weapons on offense on that those receivers. I think they're going to take this one. All right. Uh, and like I said, I knew this was going to happen and I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but I am picking the wrong shade of green to win because I am not a believer in my, no, I, no, he is, neither am I, but I'm, he is not connecting. And I, I mean, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think they can, I think they're struggling right now in their quarterback position. And I understand, you know, those who live in glass houses, but still, mm -hmm. um, our, I'm, our house I'm, is already I'm, shattered. You're allowed to throw rocks. Oh, it's perfect. Okay, good. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Then I'm picking that other horrible shade of green. All right, Eddie, who do you got? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with the riders. I think early on when Dave or sorry, Craig Dickinson became a head coach, his bigger brother or no, is no little brother. Dave yeah, brother. Yeah. had the better little brother. Dave had the better of him, but the past couple of times they've played, uh, Craig has had a good game plan and the Riders played them really tight. Um, interesting what you say, Andrew, about uh, Meyer. I'm a, I had been really a big believer in Meyer and I still am. I have my, my beliefs in him. Now I have a question. Would you rather take Meyer or Cornelius? I'd say Cornelius, actually. Actually, I would say Cornelius too. Yeah. Really? Taller. More Runs upside. Better. You can't teach height. Yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gets mobility. short yardage too, man. Yeah. 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 Okay. And now that must be Meyer. I think Meyer's looked a little bit better so far this season. He hasn't looked good. But now, does that fall on coaching? Is he getting just right, better fair. coaching? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Just thinking, just thinking out loud. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, yeah, sure. you picked the same as me, so I don't care. That's great. It's awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. I hope we're both right. Yeah. Uh, Commissioner, who you got? Well, in my uh, CFL pickups, I locked in with the Riders as well. Ooh. Now, given that they they are at Mosaic, so that does help substantially when they're in the the home field. Well, this year maybe not so. <laughs> not so much. Yeah. Anyway, that's um, only when I the just... elk visit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I have uh, one player needs to succeed very well because he's on my fantasy, but otherwise I, I have a feeling that, yeah, the writers are going to click with this one. All right, all right. Um, okay, so now we need to do a prop bet. Uh, Eddie, what should we set a line on in this particular game for the Elks? Yes, the number that sticks out in my head, and it just, the minute you ask the question, I don't know why this number popped in my head. Cornelius, 228 yards passing. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. 228. It just popped in my head. 228. Okay. 228 against a, a Hamilton defense. Um, just so that we're accurate, do you want to say 227 and a half or do you want to say 228 and a half? Okay. No, well, yeah, 227 and a half. Okay, 227 yeah. and a half. All right. Commissioner, you're up first. Are you picking over or under? Now I think his average would be over. No. If you no, if you no. take all the games in passing. No. One of his best <laughs> games was last game. He got two twenty six. Correct. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of like offense. You're thinking not offense, passing. total yeah, yeah, yeah. offense. Yeah. Okay. Oh dear. Oh <laughs> boy. Oh boy. See, I had my answer. I want to say below because i think they're gonna really rely on the run game yes okay <laughs> <laughs> and i always say over and i'm always wrong Good job. So that way it'll be right 
Oh, that was a fantastic response, Mike. It's yeah. awesome. All right. Over under there, super fan. I'm going to go over. I think that he's going to have his sort of average game. He's going to be throwing about 200 yards, and then he's going to have one long run. I mean, he might only throw it 15 yards, and then they're just going to run it another 70. We okay, need but, an explosive play. Much but, like that Gina Lewis but in the first. Eddie, you said passing yards, right? Yeah. Passing. Yeah. 228 passing. But okay. that's it. If you throw the ball 15 yards and the guy runs 75 oh, oh, yards. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. You're going to throw oh, it. Oh, oh, I thought you meant he was going to run. No, no, no. Yeah. no. Like he's going to throw it another. Yeah, like yards it's... after catch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You're yeah. all about the yak. Yeah. Okay. Always about we the need yak. that. We need that. It's yeah. been a while. That's fair. That was last uh, Tuesday. <laughs> Where's yakking? So. What? Okay. Um, I will say under, just under, but I'm going to say under. Eddie, what are you picking, being that you're setting the line? I set the line. I set the line, and I think he's going over. I think he's going for 270-plus. Okay. Wow. Talking crazy. I'm talking crazy, guys. (laughs) Eddie, what is in that drink you're having? Oh, my goodness. No, uh, in all honesty, uh, Dunbar. It's always you get hyped up playing your ex team. Yeah. Uh, Swerve, Kyron, Kyron Moore, sorry. He he really came on and I, they fed him and he had some really good yak yards after uh, the receptions in the last game. So uh, I think that Cornelius will put it together and the creativity with McAdoo. Uh, I think this will be a game where we see some average quarterback play. All right. Average quarterback play. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that's the title of the podcast right there. We, to this week, we get to see average quarterback play. I do um, enjoy watching Dunbar. Like, they seem to have a decent connection. Like, each game, it there. seems to be yes. improving. So, I like that. I like I like seeing Steven actually, you know, make some big plays. Because we're used to seeing that. Yeah. Or bigger plays. I'm just waiting. There's got to be a time coming where Dylan takes – the top off the defense right just watch and the gloves just don't don't fix your gloves and just boot it and taylor toss it he can we know we can toss it like 55 yards like throw it down and oh, i just want to see it once anyway there's always a hope it's coming it's coming you guys it's coming it's coming all right yeah. uh, cfpn yep. fantasy pool hey guess what happened all three of us won Turf, that's my first win my first win of the year it's amazing is it? it is <laughs> I, was, I can't believe i won, I, I well, believe I won. the best part is is that mike you finished second last but the one guy you were playing was below you so <laughs> just well how done. i drew it up yep nothing like my captain got Ryan. minus two points ouch <laughs> jeremiah masoli ouch so is... minus one and they double the points <laughs> Well done. Well <laughs> done. Uh, yeah, I found a way. And Commissioner, you were second overall in the points in the in the podcast pool. That's amazing. I was. Yeah. Yeah. This week. Yeah. You. Yeah. You crushed it. Guess how oh. many points? Guess how many points I had? I know this one. <laughs> Average. I don't know. Sixty-nine. There oh, jeez. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got a boy co. We've got a Brett Boyko. That's what yep. I got. Yeah, exactly. I'm still uh, confused of like how everything is tallied because I just look on the CFL fantasy and like where I'm sitting amongst like the league overall. Um, I'm like, I'm not last. I'm happy. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. You just, yeah, I'll show you how to find your league. You're good. Um, all right. So, I do. Kamish. That's what I'm looking at. Oh, I thought you said you were just looking at the whole CFL thing. and not No, no, no. Like okay. our league on oh, Final okay. Fantasy, not how Ryan tallies it i have no idea oh i see okay all right no problem uh all right so commish you get bb can ryan this week after mike beat him up last week (laughs) well done yeah he doesn't know what you look like okay uh from the go stamps go show i should say because that's where he is from now uh mike you get ben from x's and argos i do he had a a pretty decent run so far he sure has yeah and uh, i will be uh losing to travis from two and out no that's what i thought but i beat him so you so you're telling me there's a chance you're oh yeah okay but there is it's a bold strategy cotton (laughs) see how it works out or plays plays out plays plays out yes um all right eddie are you gonna stick around for some overtime fun yeah absolutely 
Beautiful. Uh, thank you for coming to join us for the pod. Uh, we always love having you on here and your passion for the team and your knowledge for the game. Um, I'm hoping we can get you on many more times to chat more about the Elks and, and thank you for taking the time. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you online for those that uh, will be signing off before overtime. Uh, probably one of the main and only places, Twitter, and just type okay. in my name and probably shouldn't be too hard to find Eddie Steele, E at the end of Steele. Perfect. Yes. And uh, yes, it's always good. It's, I always love getting your takes after the game. So that's, uh, yes. those, are, those are all good things. Commissioner, where does everybody find you? Sorry, at Twitter. Right. Sorry, not <laughs> on Twitter. Wow. Yep. The juice. <laughs> on Twitter at Duchess Lombardi. Perfect. Super fan. Find me at 56 Parkies. And then the history and horde segments are at the Edmonton Football History Twitter account at EDM H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. Lovely. And you can find me at Free Palicious and the show at the Turf District. And that is on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, and now Threads. Yes, so, I just signed up uh, myself. Yes. So you can find us on all of those wonderful things. Uh, although I haven't done... I haven't posted too much on uh, TikTok as of late because I keep forgetting to do the editing part and put it up there. It, we, it'll get there. But uh, anyway, join us there. Uh, and if you could do me a favor uh, and uh, read some of my musings on Three Down Nation after the game, I'd really appreciate it. Um, and it definitely helps to open up some more fan discussion after uh, we get some points out there. So just let me know and we will chat about it. Um, if you are going to stick around on YouTube, we will have overtime right away. Otherwise, we will be back next week uh, with a couple of guests as we get to talk about our very first win at home and our first win of the season. And we're all going to be excited and it's going to be amazing, right? Call to come back. Correct. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so for Eddie Steele, Commissioner Kayla and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face and we will absolutely talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.